Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 83rd episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this year we have decided to to do something a little bit new. We're having bullet today. But um, with what we're planning on doing is we are featuring a bottle of a specific type of whiskey or bourbon. A brand. A brand. Yeah. we're gonna, So we're going to share pretty much for the entire month. We will each month this year, we will have be featuring a highlighted brand mm-hmm. and really, really different drinks from that brand. Yes. And you probably see kind of the same... I guess format that we follow with it, where, like we're doing here, it's bullet straight up, neat, neat, mm-hmm. neato, neat. <laughs> but that's what we want to try to do with all these different uh-huh. boozes. So you may see some that we've had before, and bullet was an easy choice because this was the very first drink, drink we, we ever had, had on our podcast. Uh-huh. So we were like, well, let's go ahead and just kick it off with the straight bullet bourbon. Uh-huh. Um, and so then next week we'll, we'll, we'll do some kind of drink featuring the Bullet, Bullet. Bourbon. We're not going to do Bullet Bourbon Week 1, then Bullet Rye Week 2, and then 10-Year Week 3, then Barrel Strength Week 4. It's mm-hmm. going to be all Bullet, this whole bottle uh-huh. of that Bullet Bourbon we're going to work on this month and feature it. And so next week maybe we'll make an old-fashioned, maybe we'll do something. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Bullet, what do you can do, like Manhattans? I mean, there's all kinds of crazy cool drinks that you can do with different bourbons and different whiskeys. And so that's what we plan on doing this entire year. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's exciting. I'm, I'm excited mm-hmm. for that. And then our friend Amber, who's also a listener, um, she gave us these nice bullet glasses yeah. um, just this past I don't know if week for New can, Year's. can see them, but it, see. It, it's got the bottle logo on there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they are just really They're cool. Awesome. It's got it's got the measuring levels on the back. I don't know if you noticed that or oh, not. Oh, I didn't. That's how I knew oh, we had the exact cool. same. Yeah. Um, but she got those. So yeah. If yeah. any any of our listeners want to send us presents, please do. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Thanks, Amber. Yeah. Uh huh. So using them right away. Yes. Uh-huh. But yeah, so that that's our plans. So you're gonna see some changes with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess I was gonna say before we even say the topic, I, the other change that we talked about last week uh-huh. was replacing the. The, the dumbass post of the week yeah, with more of a, a positive type of post. Or something that we agree with. Yeah. Something not, we, not something that we disagree with. It's not like really... Like the dumbass yeah, post. Right, yeah. The dumbass post was... Yeah, I think that hits it. We really just kind of disagreed with those sentiments. These may not be positive, positive and polite uh-huh. and uplifting, but it, it may even say something negative about a bad relationship that we still agree with. Yes. But to us, it's not dumbass. Right, uh huh. Not so, the mastery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing we're doing. Yeah. Uh, well, do you want to? Yeah, say I'll, go, the... I'll go ahead and do it now. Okay. I'll go ahead and hop into it. This one I, I really liked. Um, it said the reason a lot of women can't find her knight in shining armor is because she won't let go of that idiot wrapped in aluminum foil. Mm-hmm. I mean, you 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 hear this all the time, and, and you tend to see girls that consistently get back with a 
shit partner of an ex yes. fall into this category. And it's like, I don't know what you think is going to happen. <clears throat> They're not all of a sudden going to be that knight in shining armor. They're going to be that, you know, tinfoil moron forever. Yeah. Um, but those girls are pretty quick to still call that moron there. Their knight or their oh, king or, I know. or whatever true. it is. And uh-huh. I know. I I definitely was able to <laughs> to kick that aluminum foil to mm-hmm. the curb and get my knight in shining armor. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So this week we're going to be talking about arrogance. Arrogance, mm-hmm. cockiness, um, confidence, and... Uh, I wonder seen the title of this if people were like oh this is about seth (laughs) right you arrogant son of a bitch (laughs) right i Mm -hmm. know that's true yeah well and so it's kind of funny because uh a couple weeks ago i was on facebook and i was looking at this group page and uh i think the the admin of the group shared this question and it read, what do you, um, what what immediately makes a man unattractive? That's right. Yeah. That's what you said. Yeah. And so I was like, huh. And immediately I did think that I knew that a lot of women were going to say like arrogance or cockiness Mm -hmm. or stuff like that. But I put, the what makes what I think is a guy with no drive, mm-hmm. no drive, no ambition, um, and I ended up getting a lot of people agreeing with me, and I mean asking me, oh, you mean sex drive? I'm like, well, yeah, that, that too, too right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, but really, you know, an, an actual driven person to not have the drive, I think that is huge to me Mm -hmm. and I think it probably comes from me being with a partner before you that didn't have any drive Mm -hmm. not in I guess not in ways that he should have (laughs) right maybe but um but yeah I mean so I was talking to Seth about it and we were just really talking about well what's like and your initial thought was true because a ton of women said arrogance oh yeah yeah Yeah. so eventually they did so because i was like one of the first two people to comment Mm -hmm. and uh, then later on you know down down the line women were saying cockiness and arrogance Mm -hmm. and you know we i asked seth the question or maybe did i ask a question maybe but it was like you know what's the difference between people there's that saying that you know, there's a difference between being cocky and confident, and confident or arrogant mm-hmm. and confident. Mm-hmm. And what is that fine line, basically? Yeah. And it's funny because, like a lot of words out there, I think people tend to associate, associate a definition with these words. It's not really the real definition of the word. Um, and they like to use these labels in conjunction with other insults or to dismiss someone either to dismiss someone's valid opinion or input or whatever it is, um, you know, to devalue it by labeling them arrogant and cocky or 
to kind of try to justify why they do things inappropriately. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, they're they're cocky. You got to yeah. get past that or something. Mm-hmm. And so it really is, you know. Well, what what does that fine line look like, and who dictates that fine line? And really, does it matter mm-hmm. of the person like who? And I'll get into this kind of what I mean here in a little bit, but when. Person A says, well, that person's arrogant. Person B says that person's arrogant. If A and B are completely different people, does one of those carry more weight than the other? Mm-hmm. And the answer is yes, but I'll, I'll, I'll kind of get into that as we go along because I don't want to get too far ahead of, of where we want to go. But it is one of those things that I've been labeled all three. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you're, you're cocky, you're arrogant, you're confident. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know really the best way to put this. I will say, over my experiences, successful people have never called me arrogant or cocky. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean successful in, in various ways, mm-hmm. not just they're rich or something like that. People in other categories have referred to me as cocky or arrogant. Um, Usually when they were wrong and I knew I was right. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's really. <laughs> and and I know I know with the podcast, I say a lot of tongue in cheek, half truth stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really one of the things that we had talked about was the the half truth behind it. Where, it, you know, I've said it on here several times before. It's I will accept any label that someone wants to put on me. The difference between you saying that to someone else who's going to be offended by it and me is I will embrace it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I grew up rooting for the bad guys. Yeah, you and always so did. I know. I do. I, I get kind of a personal kick out of somebody labeling me a bad guy uh-huh. for two reasons. One, I know I'm not a bad guy. But two, I know that they probably really do think I am a bad guy. Uh-huh. And so it's like, yeah, well, if you want me to be the bad guy, if you want me to be the arrogant, cocky guy, if that's what you're going to label my confidence anyway, I'm going to give you the best version of the arrogant, cocky guy that you're going to see. <laughs> and that's one of the things that professionally it doesn't transfer over, mm-hmm. um, where I don't do the half-truth things mm-hmm. in, in presentations and you know, board of director meetings and, and whatever my professional aspect takes. I won't come in there with that kind of attitude. No, no way. That wouldn't. I don't think it. Well, would, it's a huge get turnoff. You anyway. yeah. yeah, it's a huge turnoff. Um, and, and and you can and I deal with people that you know I would be like, well, that that fucking asshole's arrogant as shit. Mm-hmm. And so I think it is important that people understand. Well, well, really, just definition wise, what's the difference? I mean, yeah. confidence is confidence is pretty pretty easy to label. I mean, everybody kind of knows that. Confidence and the term self-assured go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. That you're you're very self-assured in your own abilities and your own skills. That's what confidence is. It's knowing that you can get the job done and having the skills and the background to back that statement up. Mm-hmm. Um, confidence is usually delivered in not so much in your face way. It's really shown by the results themselves. Mm-hmm. I, I I think so. Um, where someone says, "Well, I can." You know, it, it's not really this, I can do this better than you, 
or I can do this better than anyone else. It's just saying, I can do this very well. Yeah. And I'm going to show you how I can do it. Yeah, I know how. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then executing on it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I think that execution piece is, is very critical because cockiness is someone that can execute on it. Mm-hmm. It's trying to come off very self-assured, but not having the skills or the knowledge or the oomph to back it up. Yeah, it's it's someone that uh, is all talk and or all bark, no bite, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. And yeah, they can't. Every fight that Muhammad Ali won after he talked this huge game, he was confident. He was very mm-hmm. self-assured. Every fight he lost, he was cocky. <laughs> <laughs> now, he said the same thing uh-huh. before every fight, but not being able to back it up really kind of dictates what that is. Uh-huh. Um, and so that's something that I think people really need to, to understand. When I think of the word cocky, and this is one of the things I told you, I, I, I kind of put a maturity level to it. Mm-hmm. I see young, stupid-ass, dumb-ass kids and guys, and, and once again, you don't really hear the word Cocky, cocky label for, for women, mm-hmm. really. Um, and even instead of words like vain, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, instead of words like arrogance, you end up hearing the words vain and mm-hmm. things like that to describe A women. Woman. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, you know, I, I look at somebody cocky who it's that young buck that doesn't know any better, doesn't have any world life, real life experience, but thinks they're going to do better or be better or amount to something more than they're really going to. Mm-hmm. And... They may have had a good bounce here and there or, you know, been the big fish in the small pond, whether it was, you know, high school sports or within their family or within their neighborhood or whatever it was. And they think that that has translated into big picture success and it hasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they run their mouth, they talk this game and they can't back it up. Mm-hmm. And that's cocky. But even the difference between confidence and cockiness, arrogance still falls in there as of course, not meaning the same as confident, similar to cockiness, but the, the big difference with arrogance is arrogance is driven really through, it's, it's, having, it's being self-assured, but that self-assurance is solely reliant on external factors or sources. So like, would you say like material type, type mm-hmm. things, arrogance? And so if like you... You're, someone is arrogant and then they have like a, a really nice car or something. And then all of a sudden they end up getting it re- impounded yeah. or something and aren't able to afford it or something. Then what happens, their self-assurance goes away. Uh-huh. Their self-assurance is relied heavily upon that materialistic and perception-based things. Mm-hmm. People that are that are confident... And, and, and this is where this is something you just experienced recently as well. And, and I liked how you put it, so I, I do want you to talk about that. But people think that confidence and in, in being humble are the same thing, and mm-hmm. they are not at all the same thing. Mm-mm. You can't be confident and be humble. No. At all. And people will disagree with that. So, yes, you can, because what they think is. That they think, well, being confident and humble means you know you can you can do things great, but you keep that to yourself and you mm-hmm. don't toot your own horn. Mm-hmm. But that's not what humble is. Humble is actually you not having enough confidence, confidence in yourself, in your own skill and knowledge, and yourself to pull something off. Mm-hmm. That's what you, that's what humble means. So look it up. I mean, that's the definition of humble. 
I paraphrase a little, but that's what it is. It's not being meek and non-boastful. That's what people think yeah, humility yeah, means is, is they think it's the the opposite of being boastful. And that's not what humble is. Mm-mm. So you can't be confident and humble. And confident people do toot their own horn mm-hmm. because that's how you say you can do things a certain way. Now, you better have that skill and knowledge to back it up, or if you don't, you're cocky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but the the arrogance piece is is that because I have X amount of money or because I have this type of vehicle, I'm better than you because yeah. of this, uh-huh. because of this materialistic thing, which even that thought process means once that car is taken away, once that money's taken away, they lose their self-assurance because they they immediately realize, well, I'm not better than them. Yeah, I don't have anything. Yeah. I don't have the things. There's nothing I can point to to say, well, I have this, and and that's why I feel so confident mm-hmm. because it's gone. Mm-hmm. And because of your admittance that because this material this thing made me so self-assured, you know you're nothing without it. Mm-hmm. And so that's where that's where and, and people can't really resonate with that unless they've climbed the top and fallen off um, because it may not make sense to a lot of people. Uh-huh. But I think that even people that go through that can still come off arrogant. And people may not really understand why they act that way, even though they're they're not arrogant, they're not cocky, even though they got knocked off the top of the hill. Confidence is what's going to get them back up. Mm-hmm. Arrogant people don't get back up. Yeah, that's very true. They stay knocked down. I know. Yeah. Well, so and and with you saying like that, I recently dealt with something. So it wasn't negative. It was no, positive. no, it wasn't negative. I, um, so I, you know, I'm sure most people know that we each got our um, personal training certification. Well, um, I had an interview and in the interview, you know, they, they said, we want somebody that is humble. And later on in the, in the interview, um, they, they asked me another question. I can't remember exactly what it was, but they said, uh, but I, I said, you know, I know that you just said that you want somebody humble, mm-hmm. but I, I think that it's okay to toot your own horn every once in a while. And if you don't do, if you don't toot your own horn, nobody's going to do it for you. Mm-hmm. And you need to have that confidence. Yeah. And, you know, I'm I am the type of person that I've learned throughout the years mm-hmm. that it is okay to to do that. <laughs> well, and, and and people try to tie the humble thing into that to where you should only toot your own horn when you're asked to. Mm-hmm. Like when somebody says, "Hey, who who's really good at this?" You know, or let's do a round table and let's each say something we're really good at. Mm-hmm. That then it's okay to toot your own horn, and that's not it. And, and and tuning your own, own horn isn't the same as being in everybody's face, being boastful. Mm-hmm. It's really just reiterating in some kind of manner, whether it's verbal or nonverbal, whatever it is, but it's reiterating and putting it out there that you're really good at something. Mm-hmm. And, like we said at the beginning, that you have the skill set to back up what you said. Yeah. You can't lie on a resume and then expect to succeed in that job. I 
yeah. Or lie in the interview. Yeah, or anything. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't I mean, you're specific no, I mean, I in any profession. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, if you, if you have no sales experience and you sit down and you say, well, I've never stole anything, but I know everybody loves me and I can sell the shit out of whatever it I is. I could do it. Yeah, uh-huh. I could do it. How hard could that be? I could yeah. do it. That's gonna, cockiness. Yeah, you're going to fail. <laughs> you don't have the skills to back that up. Now, you may get lucky every once in a while and be right mm-hmm. at certain things. But at some point, you're going to... It's going to catch up to oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah. It will. Definitely. And, and people that are confident have the capacity to be trainable and learn new things. Yeah. But that's another trait that people want to associate with being humble. That for some reason, you can't be really good at something and still be teachable. Like it's almost like they don't go hand in hand, and that that's not true. You will hear every successful person of of any level, whether you're talking sports, finances, you know, politics, whatever it is, that will sit there and say, "I learn something new every day." Mm-hmm. You you have to be able to learn something new every day, and it doesn't mean that you you're going to come off very arrogant if you're every day you're posting what I learned today, mm-hmm. that's not how it's supposed to be related. I mean, once again, that stuff should be for you. Mm-hmm. Your own self-development should be for you until the time comes where other people can benefit from your own self-development. Yeah, and then you can teach them what yeah. you've learned. Yeah, but I guess, does, is that hypocritical to be like, well, I'm just tooting my own horn every day saying that <laughs> I, I, I I listened to four audiobooks this week and I'm, I'm better for it. Uh-huh. Are you, are you really tooting your own horn or? What is that? I mean, do, do you think that that is like, because I don't think that that's necessarily. I think it's pandering. I think, well, I think people that do that are looking for other people that are like-minded to say, good for you. Mm-hmm. People that are confident don't look for the appraisal. No. That's yeah. another piece too. Uh-huh. If you're truly confident, you your successes are plenty satisfaction probably the only satisfaction you need when you do something if you're constantly looking for a pat on the back and the accolades you aren't confident because those are that external source that's providing you confidence because if that gets taken away if nobody's telling you good job and nobody's hitting a like on a post or a heart on a post or or communicating with you in some way you aren't confident if mm-hmm. you are if you are th- you're not arrogant either but you you are i guess weak i don't know what i would throw in there but that's that's a false sense of confidence, mm-hmm. if anything. If you are only thriving and feel at the top of the hill because everybody's telling you how good you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's not confidence. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to think, though, too, because I don't think that I've always... Because I know I haven't always been as confident as I am now. Mm-hmm. And I think that... You know, over the last 10 years, I have gained a good amount of confidence. Yeah. And I think that, well, and maybe it was that, like, with me, so, you know, in high school and everything and growing up, being being athletic and... and you sure I, sound arrogant right now. I, I, I wouldn't <laughs> say, um, I wouldn't say, like... I don't know. I guess just being because I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put myself in like the popular crowd, mm-hmm. you know. But I knew a lot of people, but it wasn't that I was popular. Um, but being that way, and then after high school, uh, letting myself go and 
knocking myself back down. Yeah. Mm. But you know, it's not not back down, but knocking yourself down. Yeah. Knocking myself down. And it's not even anybody. It wasn't anybody else knocking myself down a peg Mm -hmm. or whatever. It was me. Yeah. It was self-induced. And then I guess eventually, uh, getting, getting my groove back or something. Yeah. Um, that made me get my confidence back, I guess. But I wonder like how people are able to, if you don't have confidence in the first place, mm-hmm. how are you able to eventually get it? And does it take people telling you good job and giving you a pat on the back? You know, I think confidence, um, you know, I, I've said on here that determination, drive, isn't things that can be taught. I think that a lot of my opinion for what it's worth is that's just kind of people's makeup. Mm -hmm. I I don't think that determination and drive can be taught. Mm -hmm. I do think that confidence is, I mean, are there people that are just naturally born confident? Maybe. Mm -hmm. But I think most people that get confidence earn it through change and action and progression and growth and, and all those things that you just talked about. I mean, I, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm, I'm much more confident. I mean, I've talked about it on here, how I had no self-confidence, no self-esteem or anything mm-hmm. in my last relationship. I wasn't confident at all. I mean, that's why I had the job that I had. That's why I had the partner I had. That's why I had the life I had. People then probably wouldn't, wouldn't say, wouldn't have said that you were arrogant or oh, cocky no, no, no. either. They would have said I was humble. Uh-huh. <laughs> Probably. Which I think looking back, I'd be like, hey, were you calling me a pussy? <laughs> right? <laughs> I know. Um, but but I think that it, it is something that through your life experiences you gain. I mean, we, we see that in the fitness industry all the time. Mm-hmm. Somebody with no confidence or very low confidence starts taking steps to better themselves in a physical manner, which then affects their mental manner and mm-hmm. affects their everything else, they become more confident. And, and people that go through that will be the first to tell I'm way more confident today than I was a year ago yeah. because of the steps I took. And I think that it's not something that you can't gain confidence by being stagnant. If you, you know, are bagging groceries at the checkout line as your job when you're 16 and you're bagging groceries when everybody graduates and you're bagging groceries and everybody finishes college, and you're bagging groceries and everybody has kids, no, you're not going to develop confidence. And if you're acting like you're confident, you're cocky. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're not going to develop confidence staying stagnant. Now, if you start off bagging groceries when you're 16, and by the time you're 18, you're running the deli, and by the time you're 22, you're assistant manager, and by the time you're 25, you're a manager of the... You're going to have a lot more confidence as a manager of that store than you did when you were bagging groceries. Yeah. But I think that you're able to tell, I think the drive, and I'm not even meaning to circle this back around, but the person that's bagging those groceries, their drive and their ambition is what's going to dictate what their future confidence level is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Because they aren't going to be satisfied bagging groceries when they're, they're satisfied doing when they're 16, and I hopefully can't. they're the best fucking grocery bagger you're going to ever see. Mm-hmm. But they know that if I'm doing this job in five years... I'm, I'm not. Ha- I'm not, I'm not winning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I've got to progress. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so I think that that's, that's where you can see that confidence mm-hmm. change. The problem that you run into in your relationships, not even, I guess you could go through it with your, your own spouse, your partner, but I, I really mean your, your friendships and things like that, mm-hmm. is as you start to progress, those that don't are left behind. And they notice your change, and they will even say, well, you've changed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, hell, I hope I've changed. It's been 15 years since you graduated high school. I better not be the same person I was at 17 or 18 years old. Right. Too bad you are, and that's why you're still living with mom and dad. That's why you still have a shit job or have a job or don't have a job. That's why you you know, can't keep a partner, whatever, all those traits that those people typically tend to have. Mm-hmm. And those are the same people that will say, well, you're arrogant mm-hmm. and you're cocky. And they misconstrue confidence for arrogance and cockiness because what they actually see is success. And their own inadequacies and a sense of jealousy and envy, the only way they can justify it is by putting a negative – what they perceive as a negative label on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And that's why I tend to embrace it. And so going back to what I said about the person that says that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that people that make a statement, well, I don't care about anybody's opinion. You're arrogant making that type of statement. Mm -hmm. I do care about certain people's opinions. Mm -hmm. And I realize, especially now, probably more than ever, just because I've I've done a lot of, I guess, analyzing relationships and interaction with people. For me, I have to respect that person for their opinion to matter to me. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, unfortunately, their opinion doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't my me respecting you doesn't mean you have to be on on my financial level or my success level. That's not what it is. It means that you have something about you that I respect, whether it's your personality, your sense of humor. It's basically I like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> right. And I like being around you, and I want you in my life. And so your opinion matters to me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I will change behavior or consider your opinion or your input or your feedback. Because I, th- I think people would, probably on the service, be like, oh, I, would, I wouldn't want to argue with him at all because mm-hmm. he would not admit that he's right. No, that's not, that's not even the case right. like, with, with you. I'm going to admit I'm wrong. <laughs> no. But, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've changed a lot of my views and opinions mm-hmm. on, on things that I was, I guess, probably perceived very dug in on mm-hmm. for a long time, just because I think that's what people thought I was, was really dug in on it. Um, but it, it, it's not really that, I think when people would say things like that, like, well, you know, you're wasting your breath. A lot of it has to depend on, well, well how are you using your time to have that conversation? You know, going on the offensive attack immediately is going to shut anybody down. Mm-hmm. So nobody's going to listen to your perspective or, or take what you have to say into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, you know, true growth and building of that confidence, you, you have to understand and recognize that you, you don't know everything and you're not going to know everything. No. Uh-uh. And you have to continue to be open to learn. Well, yeah. And I mean, you, like you said before, you, we learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. And you can't expect to know, be a know-it-all. Right. And know-it-alls are 
most of the time arrogant. Uh-huh. Um, it's funny though that we are <laughs> that we're having this this conversation, and you're in all of your Patriots gear, right? Because I think that so many people view Tom Brady as someone that is cocky or arrogant, mm-hmm. or well, I mean, they say other things about him too, mm-hmm. but. And and how you said that, you know, you always have rooted for the bad guy, too, which he, Tom Brady hasn't always been the um, been on top. No. And he was the... He had a lot more fans when... When he wasn't... They weren't doing very yeah, well. When he was the underdog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I know you've said before, like, you know, you you can... The, the underdog story is... is only it's good when they eventually you have to eventually win yeah though um and they turn into the bad guy because when they keep winning yeah uh-huh it's like no no no. we want you to fall back down so we can root you back on again right and, yeah. and that's that's how people are in your life too oh i know it's yeah. so dead on with how people are like oh you're you're barely scraping by but we believe in you and, and you're doing you know you can do good things and you can do this and then you do it and it's like okay and then you keep doing it and you keep doing it better and then they want you to fail again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's how it is with, with Tom Brady. Yeah. Well, what what did I say today about? I mean, because we're we're recording this as we're going into the playoffs. So by the time it airs, they may have been knocked out. I don't know. They are worrying the shit out of me because they've been playing good. Yeah. Uh, but I got this new shirt for Christmas, and I yeah. wanted to wear it before if they did get knocked out before I couldn't wear it for the rest of the year. Yeah. But I, I think it, it's one of those things where. Even the people that casually know me, if I've never talked about sports, and they see me in Patriots, like, fucking figures. He would be a Patriots fan. <laughs> yeah. And it's just so funny that that is, from the outside perspective, it's just completely in line with my personality. It is. And once again, they mean it as a negative. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like yeah, you're damn right. I am attracted to winners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with that. <laughs> right. You know? I know. That's funny. <laughs> you keep rooting for your non-dynasty team. That's okay. Yeah. I know. Well, and I mean, with but with being arrogant, though, I mean, I know, I know a lot of freaking arrogant people, and I wouldn't put, I would never put you in, in the arrogant category. I know that... You say sometimes that, like, oh, yeah, I know that I could probably come off off arrogant. But to me, you're not. (laughs) Well, it's because you know me. Yeah. You know, Uh I I don't think that, you know, people that think they know me and have spent time with me probably think that. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, I'm, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that once again, I haven't had anybody that that I respected or was successful in one way or another that thought that. Mm-hmm. Do you think so? Like, because early when we were preparing or whatever for the episode, we you were like, you said that you think that confident people usually do have a little bit of arrogance mm-hmm. with them, in them. Do you still, do you think that you still stand by that statement? Well, I think that, I, I think that 
what happens is the confidence is, is really kind of mistaken for arrogance. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where I'm like, well, if you think that it's arrogance, then call it arrogance. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You know, um, but I, I guess I don't, it, it going off of the definition of it, of if you're going to say someone's only confident or self-assured because of an external source or, or some kind of outside factor that's given that, I, I try to figure what, if that's the case, even with me specifically, what would be taken away that would make me change my personality, mm-hmm. you know, or yeah. make me not confident. I'm not saying that even the most confident person won't go through things where they, well, oh, I don't know. That's I was going to we say they may about have, too. what? Remember, so we were talking about, um, like guys going to the club, you go to the club and a cocky guy, yeah. A, uh-huh, a cocky guy, uh, he thinks that he can have any girl in the club. He thinks that, that he every wants. girl's or every girl in the club has watched him and he can have any girl he wants. Yeah. Uh-huh. And a confident guy is has has the confidence that he's going to get the one girl in the club that is worthwhile. He, yeah, is worthwhile and that he want he would like. Yeah. Even though all the girls are still looking at him. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, no? No. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, I mean, and that that's where it's those blanket statements like that. Well, I could get any girl in here. Well, no, you couldn't. Mm-hmm. No, you couldn't. Go try. Mm-hmm. Fucking try. You ain't going to. It's not going to happen. Oh, I know. Like like Ryan on, uh, on uh, The Office and how he's like, you know, all these girls in, in New York and stuff, how... You know, he could have gotten this one and that one, and he hooked up with this one. And then uh, Pam turns turns him down or whatever, and then Jim's like, not, not every, every guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> or not every girl. Oh, yeah, not every girl. Mm. And, but that's the, he was the, the like like how you kind of explained earlier, the immature, yeah. young, dumb dude that mm-hmm. thinks he knows it all. Yeah. I mean, and that, that's where, yeah, and I, I, I like using that analogy because I think that it probably hits home to mm-hmm. people. And if you walk into the club and you think nobody would get to you at all, then you don't have any self-confidence. <laughs> and you need to work on that. But I think that you know, the confidence is, is something that I, I believe that there's got to be some kind of intent behind it. Um, it and I think that confidence is limited to what you know your own abilities are. Mm-hmm. Cockiness is thinking that you're going to be good at anything and everything you do. Mm-hmm. Confidence is knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are, but being calculating where you're working on your weaknesses and you're showcasing your strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how you maintain your level of confidence. Now, it doesn't mean that you're not going to go through patches where you have to build more confidence to do, you know, do something a certain way. I mean, if you're if you're... If you're a great salesman and, and you're selling the shit out of whatever it is that your your job requires and you decide to throw the vehicle in, in reverse or another gear and go after a job where you have to be an engineer, mm-hmm. you're going to have to build confidence. In what you're doing. In that. But you, you will at least have a good foundation of base confidence where you know you've been through that success path before when you learned how to do the first trade. I'm probably going to be okay doing this as well. Mm-hmm. 
And that that's one of the things that I think you only gain over experience. I mean, blindly, without any basis for that saying, I'm pretty sure I could be good at this, is being cocky and arrogant. Mm-hmm. But knowing that you've already proven that, even if it is something completely different, you can still take what you learn and realize, you know, I can play this over here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and chances are I'm going to be successful at that also. That's not being cocky. Mm-hmm. That's being confident in your own ability yeah. to learn something, to get good at it, and to progress at it. Yeah. And it's okay to have. That's a really good positive trait mm-hmm. to have. It is. Um, you know, so. I know. I think about, so, I mean, kind of recently, my dad has been telling me, like, quite a bit lately that, you know, how proud he is of both of us and that we're so blessed to have each other in our lives, which I'm like, well, yeah, duh, I know. <laughs> but, um, but talking about us and the drive that we have and... He's like, that is such a good thing to have, you know? It's He's like, not everybody has that. And um, us being in each other's lives has brought that out in oh, both yeah, of us. yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's something that we, we've, I think we've probably talked about it on here, but we've had that conversation uh, quite a bit on, and I think that, that that's, you know, even tying in relationships to this, is your successes are directly correlated to, who you share your life with. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you, I mean, our our confidence levels and our self-esteem were pretty low when we got together. And we we built and nurtured those for each other, with each other, mm-hmm. and got to where we are now. Yeah. Um, and we understood that we weren't in competition with each other. Yeah. <clears throat> that as, as a really direct unit we were going to accomplish a lot together Mm -hmm. um and you have to have a partner that you can see that with if you see a partner that's competing with you or a partner that's stifling you or a partner that is holding you back or doesn't have confidence in your own skills or your abilities or your capacity to learn um, or tries to shut down that drive that's that's a pretty big red flag mm-hmm. that your your ceiling is going to be a lot lower than if you were with someone that was nurturing their own confidence as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that ultimately ends up being lead, leading to resentment. Oh, uh, yeah. from one or both. I know. Well, and yeah, because you don't want you want someone to build you up, mm-hmm. not knock you down every chance they get. But there also has to be a reality factor mm-hmm. with that. You can't just blindly support your partner's, I, I, I guess, unrealistic aspirations. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. You know? Um, and I think that there you should have a window of support that's like, oh, you want to take, you want to try this crazy outlandish thing? Okay, I'm going to initially support you for this. But if they aren't backing it up mm-hmm. with achieving anything, you need to be able to rein them back in. Mm-hmm. And that's a very tough, difficult conversation to have. Yeah. I know. I think Because that, it comes off as, well, you don't believe in me. Yeah, I know. I, well, I look at it like in my previous relationship with me being with the DJ and me being supportive to that dream. Mm-hmm. But 
trying to be realistic about it as well. Yeah. Because you're not going to... Most most DJs aren't going to become rich and famous. Right. They're just going to have a local gig at the, at the little bar downtown or whatever. Mm-hmm. And being... I mean, yes, being able to... You have to be supportive, but you're right. You need to know when to be like, okay, enough's enough. Mm-hmm. We need to have a discussion about your, what your real plans Your lack of success and growth in this is affecting us mm-hmm. as a unit. Yeah. I can't continue to be, you know, breadwinner and backbone while you're off chasing a pipe dream that for all intents and purposes is not working and does not look like it's going to work at any point in time. Mm-hmm. And is there a happy medium? Can you still continue to chase that dream, but contribute? Mm-hmm. You know, can you continue to chase that dream and still be able to focus on your partnership? Yeah. Because if you want to, you know, move to LA and the aspirations to be in the next Leonardo DiCaprio, sometimes you need to do that on your own. You don't need to take a partner with oh, you. Oh, I know. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And and I think people really kind of get wrapped around this. You know what they see in in, in what they see in movies and television that, you know. You know, anytime you, I, you know, I, I watch. I wanted to watch Airheads the other night because it's back on Hulu, even though we own it. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I love that movie. But you know, the girl's like, "You're not going anywhere. You're a loser," and she dumps him, and that gives him the courage to do what it is. That's not how it happens in real yeah, life. Yeah, I know. You know, but that's a story we like to see and we like to tell, especially if we've been that dreamer. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're the one percent that gets it, hats off to you. But you need to understand that there's still a 99% of you out there that aren't going to achieve that. I know. Yeah. And it's just a statistical game. Yeah. Sorry yeah. to burst your bubble. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Oh, you know who else I was thinking that, uh, that I think is cocky, but I don't think you think he's cocky. Oh, I know exactly what you're going to say. You he do. backs it up. Oh, I hate him though. He backs it up. <laughs> he's never lost a fight. Uh. Talking about Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. No. He's a cocky son of a bitch. He's only cocky if he gets his ass kicked. Then he was too cocky for that fight. I mean, I guess he does back it up. I just, I guess I just, just, I don't, maybe it's because I don't like his smack talk. Yeah. You know? And I don't know, I guess I I didn't grow well, up he's arrogant, watching. for sure. Yeah. I, I, I think that. He does have the all the material things. Yeah. And, and if he was to get all of that stuff taken away, I'm. And I, I, I think I would be okay saying, no, he's not confident. He's not cocky. He is arrogant. Okay. Because okay. I do believe that if, you know, if, if he lost his eyesight, he would not be confident. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. He would he would shrivel up and fade away. Mm-hmm. His, his his arrogance and confidence and his self-assuredness is driven solely by what he's achieved financially because of his skill set. Now, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean he didn't have the skill set to back up what he said because he's done it every time. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that if that was taken away, I don't I don't know if we would even know who he was. Yeah. I know. I think you're right with that. I think that you hit the nail on the head because he he is very arrogant, but mm. because he's able to back up his shit, he's mm. not cocky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you don't like somebody, it's very 
it's comfortable to say. It's very easy to, to label them that yeah, way. Yeah, well, he's though. cocky. Cause uh-huh. I, and that's basically saying, I don't like that person or what they said, and I hope they get their ass kicked so they're cocky. Yeah, that's what I feel about him. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what everybody feels when they say it. They, uh-huh. it it's really kind of a way of, of you know putting a verbal hex on somebody that, uh-huh. oh, you're too cocky, because people always want to see the cocky guy get his ass kicked. Uh-huh. I mean, there's, there's videos all over the place on YouTube, Facebook, whatever, of fighter was too cocky. Uh-huh. And it just meant, you know, he couldn't back up what he was saying or how he was acting and got his ass handed to him. Yeah. And that's what you want to see from the cocky person. Uh-huh. But the person that keeps winning and keeps pushing through. I mean, that's that's why every Sunday I have multiple friends that just love to see the Patriots lose. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Everyone. I, I, I don't think I know one person other than you that yeah. is like, yeah, go Patriots. Yeah. And when they win, I'm not like, fuck you. Yeah. That's what you get. Uh-huh. Now, I am... I, this has enabled me to celebrate every time they win, uh-huh. even for games that you know don't count. But it's so funny because it was like ever since that season they went, you know, they were unbeaten until the, the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. It, it's now flipped to where even the regular season, preseason, whatever it is, anytime they lose, people get happy because they just want to see them lose. The successful person get hurt, get get knocked off. Uh-huh. Um, and then when they pull their bootstraps up and then go win and, and beat, then everybody's mad again. Yeah. And I don't know what kind of person only derives their own happiness from somebody else's failures. Yeah, that's... That's, I, that's right. just a weird thing. I know. Um, there, there have been people that I didn't think that they were worthy of whatever it was that was handed to them. Because I knew for a fact they didn't work for it. They didn't earn anything. They were given something, and they were arrogant about it. And it was like, yeah, I, I can't wait for you to trip up and fall on your face on this one. Mm-hmm. But those are very, very few and far between. If I see someone that really is paying their dues, working for what they're trying to achieve an accomplishment, I'm not rooting against them. Mm-hmm. Even if they are like, look what I've done. Look what I've got because of what I did. Be- because I'm kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I end up having a mutual respect for, for their drive and their ambition. Mm-hmm. But I don't for for people that, and I'm trying to even think of a good scenario that won't irritate or offend anybody. So I, I can't. So I'll just stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's like if you're like, oh, yeah, I got this brand new. Uh, OK, prime example. I'm wanting a very specific type of vehicle mm-hmm. and I'm wanting to pay cash for that vehicle. So I'm not going to go do something stupid and get an outlandish loan with a high interest rate just so I could say, look at the car I got, because I know it's not my car. It still belonged to the bank. So I want to pay a massive amount of money in cash for this. So. I'm saving money mm-hmm. so I can eventually go get that and it's mine. And then here comes, lo and behold, somebody's grandmother dies and they get left, you know, $70,000 and they go get the car and they're like, look at, look at what I got. Mm-hmm. Look at my car. I'm not happy for you. <laughs> and I can't wait for you not to be able to afford the tags or something on that car <laughs> because you didn't earn it. And over here, I'm, I'm trying to earn this and get this yeah. stuff and do it the right way. And you did it the wrong way and you want people to be in awe. Because I think when I go through something, it's not really the end result. I, I don't want somebody to be like, oh, look at that. It's 
yeah, here's how I got here. Uh-huh. But it goes back to what I said before is don't tell me what you're doing to get there. Right. You know, I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, I've got X amount of dollars in my savings account now. I've got, oh, I've got X. I'm getting that closer to it. No, no. Just do it. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get it. Yeah. And then be like, yeah, for the last three years I've been saving. saving up so I can buy this great vehicle for all this money in cash. And guess what? I don't know anybody's shit now. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think that uh, I thought that I thought this would be a good topic to discuss. And I think it has been. I think that it's uh, it's definitely something to think about. Like. The differences between all of those. Well, and people have their own definitions for what those words mean. Uh-huh. And, and they, they mean them a very specific manner, even even if you're like, well, here's what it means by Webster's Dictionary. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, well, that's not what I mean when I say it, and I know what I mean. Right. And that's fine if, if you feel that way. But like I said, I think that you know words like cockiness and arrogance and things like that are, are meant to be derogatory, and I think the definition behind them are derogatory. Mm-hmm. But I do believe... That people that lack confidence, that have not paid their dues, have not, you know, achieved what they thought they should achieve or don't understand why someone else achieved something that they didn't achieve, they tend to think that confidence is arrogance or someone being cocky. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're wrong. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. And yeah. being humble is not as good as everybody thinks it is. Yeah, I know. It really isn't. Yeah. It, it, it sounds nice. But I think that you you said it right, though, about being boastful. Right. And not being boastful. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what people usually mean right. about humble. And well, I mean, and social media is a perfect place to see that. I mean, we The Rock is never going to talk about how much he gets for a film. Mm-hmm. He's not going to show you pictures of how he's spending all of his money but those spoiled ass 16 year old kids whose parents are loaded are the ones doing that Mm -hmm. and they're being very boastful and i think a lot of it is because you know someone like dwayne johnson actually didn't have very much at one point in time and worked and earned everything and so his story is really about how he got there Mm -hmm. not oh here's how much money i have Mm -hmm. i think that's kind of a byproduct of his own hard work and success and that's the reward someone like that gets for years and years and years of hard work mm-hmm. um, but I don't think that people would consider him uh, cocky or no. arrogant though unless you watch they used to wrestling yeah but if yeah. you if you knew him before he was a, a multi-millionaire movie star uh-huh. everybody thought he was an arrogant cocky asshole yeah and that was just how his confidence came off. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, and but he's he's not yeah, he's arrogant not. and cocky though. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I said, I think that it, it was a good it was a good topic to discuss and and showing everybody our definitions and mm-hmm. what we think is cocky confidence and arrogance and even being humble. Yep. But yeah, I think it's a good ending to this episode. If you are wondering why we're into the first full week of January and there's still a Christmas tree in the oh, I know picture, yeah, it's because we still haven't taken the tree down. Everything else is down. Uh huh. 
but the tree's still up and until, you, you don't want to take it down. Until Epiphany. Yeah. yeah. So this will air after Epiphany, so it'll be down by the time everybody hears it or sees it. Yeah. And if you followed our uh, Marriage on the Rock speakeasy group, you could see pictures of Crystal being upset about taking <laughs> Christmas decorations down. Yeah, that's sad. Well, and, and once it's all down, it's like, it's just so empty. And right. it's different. I don't know. It just takes some getting used to. And I know that Christmas will be here again next year. But, yeah. And then until then, I'll enjoy the rest of the year. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's sad at first. Yep. But, yeah, I have a, a tree crazy hat on, I'm sure. Yeah. That right. lines up. Uh-huh. Yeah. But um, thank you all, as always, for listening. Uh, if you haven't already, join join our speakeasy group and uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. Rate and review us. Rate and review us, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks.